Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast. It's been a little bit quiet. There's been a few days in between. We're now in that really weird grey area in between Christmas and New Year where no one's quite sure what the actual day is. Uh, no one knows if it's bin day today or if they've missed bin day. And um, we don't really know when work starts again. Some of us some of us have worked all the way through. But uh, Dave has found his way back from all his various locations that he's been. Um, around Christmas, one of which being Torquay, one of which being Yeovil brackets higher outcome. Yeah, and uh, Ben has travelled all the way down south and all the way back up in like two hours, um, and is now back in Leeds to talk Yeovil Town. Yeah, because where else would you talk Leeds? We're talking Yeovil Town from, eh, Ben? I nowhere else. Uh, just a quick shout out to my darling wife. Absolute lead footed it both up and down the motorways. No stopping after a hard day's graft at work. Straight down, Bosch in, straight back, Bosch <laughs> sorted. So well on, well on Leadfoot, Leadfoot Barrett there, flying down and, the old motorway. And that, folks, is the spirit of Christmas. There, <laughs> straight in, Bosch and back again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Eat the turkey. Go home. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's good. How how was how was your Christmas here? What, what did you do? You you haven't done lots of motorway miles, I presume. Uh, I did a bit of motorway mileage on oh. Christmas Day uh, when we went to Wellington. But yeah, at me mum and dad's on Christmas Day. Then over to 
the in-laws, then stayed there for a couple of nights before coming back home. Traffic was really bad on the way home. I didn't do motorway miles on the way home because it was red all the way between Wellington and like Bristol. Uh, so we went over the Black Downs back to um, to sunny Ilchester. Very nice. When, when, were, when were you doing that? When were you on that motorway? I was on that motorway around three, four, between three and four on Christmas Day. Oh, okay, right. No, a, a, a different time. But the, the the motorway network in the southwest of England is just appalling. Isn't it? <laughs> Everything about it is just appalling. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's all I've got to say on the matter. You'll be glad to know. <laughs> Sorry, well, you come yeah. you come down here for two days. Yeah, slagging off our motorway network. Yeah. <laughs> come down here. <laughs> it's bad as Ben saying. There's only one bus in Ilminster. Like there is, yeah, that, there is that. That, that so, upset people, didn't it? Did yeah. that did that did so. I won't mention Chard again, it's fine. No, leave Chard out of it. Leave Chard out of it. Where should we start? We've just found a tweet. We found a tweet from a man who doesn't know a hashtag. But he does have a blue tick and a not paid for blue tick. A legacy. Is that legacy Twitter? Is that what he is? This is a legacy verified account. It may or may not be notable. Cheers, Elon. (laughs) Jacques. Jacques Talbot. Jacques Talbot. Football correspondent. (laughs) Transfer.com. Also featured in Times, Mirror Sport, F365, whatever that is, Guardian Sport, Football 365, Planet Football, (laughs) um, Daily Star Sport, from Manchester via Dingy Essex. Is that Dingy Essex or Dingy Essex? Anyway, yeah. Dingy. Dingy Essex, (laughs) yeah. Well, the man from Dingy Essex knows something because he says... X, which I think means exclusive, here that National League side, the Oval Town, have been taken over and an announcement could be made by the club tomorrow. And then he follows on tweet saying, nothing like Salford or Wrexham, but considered a positive step. Do you think someone slid into his DMs and told him things were happening? And he's <laughs> run with it. Some leaks. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, we love a leak. So... <laughs> What do we do with this? I mean, <laughs> I know, I've, not heard of the name. I've not heard of the name Jacques Talbot until about 20 minutes ago. And now suddenly I'm being asked to verify. Yeah. Trying to verify whether or not he's a legit source. I wonder if he's friends with Olivier Olbert. I can only assume so. Maybe that's the source. He slid into his DMs. Olbert to Talbot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I guess it's not Martin Hellier. No, I feel no. like he would probably have told us that it was him. Given, I know. <laughs> given, yeah. given uh, the way he's told everyone everything else, or you know, the way he's uh, spoke about things so openly on social media, I'm sure he would have told us by now. Um, so that just just leaves a massive yeah. question of who and why, and maybe hooray. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you know, this kind of feels like it could be a um, Rob Kuhig type situation, doesn't it? Because I'd be surprised if anything could happen so swiftly that it's going to be done deal announcement tomorrow ahead of the um, of the game on the 1st of January. Um, and, and that would be it. So what was it when Kuhig got like ex- uh, um, 
was was it like you were the he was a preferred buyer or something, wasn't he? Kuhig, I think that was his situation. Yeah, I think he'd agreed. They'd agreed terms and everything, and then it was just due diligence, wasn't it? Mm. Um, and then he never completed. And from what I've heard, um, he didn't know that he hadn't completed until the club put a statement out to say they the takeover had fallen through. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, it's and again, it's one of these as well that, like, isn't everything shut between Christmas and New Year in terms of like solicitors and that type of thing? Like, yeah, there's I, a lot I, of bank holidays. <laughs> and you're telling me that the Friday before New Year's Eve, we're we're done. Going out something, yeah. There you go. Well, sorted, isn't it? Done, dusted. Well, yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It's, I mean, you 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 go go back to Kuhig, go back to um, you know the Simul Sport stuff last year. The people that came in before did and and tried, uh, and even Scott to a certain extent engaged with groups and stakeholders. Um, beforehand, but this is really seems like it's come out of nowhere. I know my my WhatsApp's gone a bit crazy tonight of people asking, <laughs> "What have you heard? What do you know?" As if as if we're the point of reference. Yeah. <laughs> like what? How are we? I don't flipping know. Ask Jack, not me. Yeah. <laughs> Stay out of yeah. my WhatsApps. I don't know if people realise, but you know we're a podcast and news website. People with, aren't particularly forthcoming. forthcoming we're three with... absolute plebs. <laughs> absolutely no chance we know anything. There you go. But all we so, can say that yeah. is, if someone has taken us over, and, and it is going to be announced tomorrow, and that someone com- comes with the um, with the right intentions and a and a plan to do something. Um, that is positive for the football club, including investing in the football club in whatever shape, way or form that is, then that can't be a bad thing, right? Can I just say, just on what Dave's exactly just said there, that wasn't a reused clip that Ian's edited in from any one of the 48 other times we've had this conversation. Yeah, That was a brand new piece of audio footage. So, you know. (laughs) We want people with scarves held up on the pitch Someone with a massive checkbook, one of those big like comedy checks that we want. That's yep. what we want. That's what we want. And then we'll believe you because we don't believe you otherwise. St- Stuart Robbins has replied to Jacques Talbot. Oh, is he? As oh, we're recording, saying, oh. that's interesting with a, stri- a, a chin stroking emoji. Oh, one of the One of the underrated emojis. Yeah. Well, and if you look at his, his profile picture, he's kind of got a hand on the face um, um, picture isn't he on his on his profile so I reckon <laughs> yeah maybe that's what he's doing maybe that emoji was for him maybe yeah oh I don't I just don't I don't know we've, what we've got to the point now where I will only believe something when I see it yeah 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 if it had too many times before folks I if we had a quid a solitary English sterling pound for every time someone had said something is a happening, we'd have enough money to buy the damn club ourselves. So and and the surrounding land. Let's not push it. Okay, we might have to find the rent for that. Um, but <laughs> from from May, from May, 
for a six-figure sum a year. Um, yeah. So let's wait and see. Unless there are scarves being draped around the shoulders of a multi-bazillionaire, <laughs> I shall not hold my breath. How much is a bazillion? Um, it's a little more than a zillion. It's little more than a zillion. How many? Li- how many? How much are we talking? Little more? Well, there are a zillion zillions in a bazillion. So, a zillion zillions, right? And how many trillions in a zillion? Enough. Okay, all right. Enough. To, enough. As to long as we've got enough zillions, that's all. <laughs> I think Ben. I think about. Ben's just saying enough now, rather than. Oh like, right. Okay, rather right. than there's enough. Like. Okay. Right. <laughs> this is the whole "what day is it" conversation all over again. Exactly, what day is yeah. it? I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. For what it's yeah. worth, bin day was yesterday, and I remembered because I'm a ledge. Yesterday I bin day as was tomorrow. Yesterday as we're recording, or to, tomorrow as we're recording, or my bin day was today as we're recording. Oh, did you get it out? Yeah, full whack, all of and, it. And your bin? Hey! <laughs> 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 um, okay. Anyway, there was a game of football. I saw a game of football. Didn't yeah, Dave, you, you went, you went. <laughs> you went. Did. Tell did. us. Uh, was that, I've seen a, uh, a video and a picture of a chap walking across the wall was that you no that was not me ah, no okay. no no i um i trying to get not... a better view so you can actually see some <laughs> some stuff well, like... yeah and uh although that was i'm guessing that was after we scored um and therefore uh, that would have been the second half so in the second half it was fine because I, I i walked onto that that, that terrace and the first thing I did was like, I'm not going to see anything of this first half because I was literally just staring into the sun. And not only was I staring into the sun, Grant Smith was also staring into the sun. And as I looked down across the terraces, I um I saw a lot of people wearing what looked like relatively new baseball caps, probably given to them um in their Christmas stocking, I would think. And I did think, can't someone just give one of them to Grant Smith? But apparently. He doesn't like wearing a baseball cap. What are your even sources? if he can't see? Oh, what, what my are your sources. sources? Yeah. Are you prepared to reveal your sources? I, I, I will not reveal my. I'm, I'm not going to reveal my source because then my source will think I'm going to leak the information. And when my source hears this, they're going to know I've leaked this information about <laughs> Grant Smith's cap. And the, only, and the only source to do with leaks around this time of year should be cheesy sauce. <laughs> Absolutely. So. <laughs> There you go. Uh, right, I can't write these title suggestions down as soon as as, as quickly enough. Uh, while you're writing that down, how do we line yeah. up, Dave? Because I think we saw the team news, and you know it becomes a bit of a, a job trying to figure it out for a picture on an app, doesn't it? Because yeah, you know, I see him behind, and Ben thinks that's a number four rather than number ten. Um, well, we don't. Troy Johnson gonna... plays left wing one day, and then he's yeah. right wing back another day. Well, he was everywhere, Tory Johnson, because oh, okay. he was on, he was on the left side to start with, because he was running down where the Torquay fans, the the ultras, the Torquay ultras were. He yeah. was down there, down there a lot, but then he switched sides because then in the um, towards the latter stages of the um, of of the first half, I looked across and I was like, "That's Tory Johnson there as well." Um, yeah, and so he was. He was everywhere. He was right. He was left. He was. Um, he was. He was all over the shop. But yeah, there was definitely. Um, oh no, actually, I've got that wrong. He was on the right to start with, and then he came onto the left. That's right. Yeah, because I'm thinking <laughs> that's right, or is that left? No, no, right and left, and then and the take take that, reverse it. 
Yeah. Um, so he was on the right to start with, but then he did go on to the left as well. And so, so was it, I'm not sure we're going to get a totally accurate picture here. Was it a, even it's me, probably not now. A five, three, two, or was it a, I honestly could not tell you what was going on up front because it was almost (laughs) like we had Charlie Wakefield, um, uh, Jordan Maguire Drew and, uh, and Matt Worthington all seem to be forward players, but none of them seem to be playing up front, if that makes sense. It was almost like everyone was in midfield, except for the, except for the defenders. Uh, but, and, and if you look at the, the, the highlight, you'll basically see lots of balls pinging around from, from midfield players, players playing sort of forward of midfield, but not quite in the box, if you see what I mean. And nothing really happening. And it, it was like lots of, Lots of passing around, but very, very few attempts on goal. I think Matt Worthington put one wide. Just Staunton had one that their keeper tried to chuck in the net, um, but then uh, it didn't quite. So I, I honestly could not tell you. But for for a team like Torquay, which anybody, even me, who knows nothing about football, looked at them and just thought, let's just attack them. Let's just get, let's just go for them because their defence. With the exception of Mark Ellis, who who obviously scored, who seemed to be very vocal and know what he was talking, what he was doing, their defence was all over the show. Even when our attack was all over the show, we made their defence look all over the show. So yeah, it was quite quite bizarre. And ev- and everybody, nobody seemed to be having a good game. Uh, J- Jamie record in the first half was all over the show. Um, I, I, I to, to the extent he went down quite, quite a long time injured, and I was convinced that he was like injured and just saying, "Well, take him off if he's injured, just take him off." Um, and then we'll come on to the second half. But the second half, he was much better, much far, far improved. Um, and all it took was to play a couple of strikers. That's that's what we needed to do was to play some centre forwards. I well, I watched the stream and I remember thinking in the first half particularly it was it was pants it was rubbish, but their goalkeeper did absolutely everything he could to gift us a goal. He looked all over the shop, and I've seen a few comments about how good he was in the second half, and I'm like, really, that guy, that guy's your that guy's your sort of your keeper, your hands, your hat on. I I wasn't, if I felt like myself getting frustrated a bit like with the Scunthorpe game, just stick a couple on his head. And crunch him a couple of times. He does not want to be there. No. He it just felt like we didn't quite have the plan once we got to the penalty area to to do anything with it. And that was really frustrating. And then, like you said, halftime comes in. Charlie Wakeford and Shuri Johnson. I mean, to get Can I the... say the stadium announcer at Plain Moor announced it as Matt Worthington went off. And I was convinced Matt Worthington had got off. And then until Matt Worthington picked the ball up and ran with it. And I was like. So the stream commentators yeah. announced it as Matt Worthington. Yeah. And then they corrected themselves and said, uh, no, apologies. It's not yeah. Matt Worthington that's gone off. It's clearly Jamie Andrews. And then for about five minutes, the guy was like, and Jamie Andrews picks the ball up in midfield. Reminder that he was a halftime substitute. He then thought <laughs> to himself that Jamie Andrews had come on in that halftime, <laughs> right. completely forgetting that he'd been on the entire time. And then somebody somewhere must have given him a nudge and gone, Shuri Johnson's come off, mate. Yeah. 
I did notice in your your match report that you'd taken off <clears throat> that you'd written Worthington had come off, and so I was like, hold on a minute. Oh right, up. yeah, because yeah, so Matt Worthington didn't do a lot in the second half, and you didn't really notice him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's why, because he wasn't up there anyway. Yeah, it wasn't him. Jury Johnson came off and that was probably, yeah, he didn't, he didn't have his greatest game. I mean, nobody particularly covered themselves in glory. And um, I, I include the best goalkeeper in the league um, to that, who, who got a rendition of the, the five, it was the 12 days of Grant Smith in the pub before the game. So uh, um, yeah, they yeah. were doing that at Hewish Park. Oh, were they? Oh, okay. Mm. I hadn't heard that one. I'd only heard the Mark Cooper Um rendition of it but um but yeah absolutely it um uh i don't know have you seen the goal have you seen the talkie goal yeah yeah it, i mean it was not amazing is it it was should it should have cleared it with our defensive mm. prowess but did you think grant smith was 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 at fault there i i genuinely think that he didn't see it until late because he was squinting into the sunshine and he was maybe a step the wrong way or a half step the wrong way because he got a fingertip to it, but it seemed like he he went a very long way across his goal um, to get even a fingertip to it. And even if he'd have been half a step in that direction already, which he probably would have done if he'd had a better view of it. I don't know. I'm just speculating, but it looked like one that I thought he could have done better with. I think a goalkeeper of his standard will think he could have done better with it, but yeah. the ball's not travelled all that far. He's only probably six yards out. You find anywhere close to a corner and you've got a chance of, of getting beyond the keeper. Yeah, it was a good header, wasn't it? It was, it was a good header. I don't think I don't think I'm calling out Grant Smith on that. I think he should probably have been challenged better in the air at the still point of when he actually heads the ball. I think he's probably the only one off the ground. And I think that's probably more of the issue. Yeah, yeah. But, and I still haven't watched uh, Mark Cooper's post-match press conference, so I'm still not um, 100% sure what he said. Did, did, have you guys seen it? Did he say yeah, he made it? A, was only, did, it yeah. was only a short one, um, but he did say that it just, he thought the first half was terrible yeah, and it just didn't right, work I, at all. So he just felt he had to change it. To, did, um, did he say he made a mistake? I mean, no, I'm sure he, he wouldn't that. volunteer that information, but no, and he didn't throw anyone under the bus either. But the way reading between the lines, it was you know, it was a we didn't play how we were supposed to play, yeah, yeah. thing. We didn't execute the plans that we'd set out, I right? Think it was something along those lines, right? Because it seemed to me, I mean, uh, in, in, in my, my mind at half time, I was thinking. Let's hope there's some strikers coming out. And then as the players came out and I counted them up, I thought, oh, there's only nine of them there. That's got to be good. And then you saw uh, Malachi Linton and, and, and Alex Fisher had gone off the pitch from the halftime warm-up. They'd been there initially and then they'd gone off. So you thought, right, well, they're coming on. That to me said, right, this is what we need to do to change it, which was great because it's a manager who knows how to do uh, what to do to, um, to change the situation. It's it, well, hindsight is 50 50. Uh, it's uh, 2020, isn't it? 50, 50. <laughs> hindsight is 50 50. Hindsight is 2020. But, um, uh, so so we obviously, uh, you know, you could say you should have done that from the start, yeah. But, um, but we were no, no shadow of a doubt, 
a completely, completely different team in the second half. It was chalk and cheese, night and day, you name and, it. And other than Please the two, say. other than the two strikers, what was the, what was the difference? Well, I thought that the uh, defensively we looked more ourselves. Um, we got um, uh, Worthington obviously uh, slotted in a uh, right back and. Um, Record was getting at his man down the left a lot more as well, which was a change. But the biggest change for me was Jordan Maguire Drew was able to be what Gordon oh can't say his name. Jordan <laughs> Maguire Drew is, which is a behind the front two kind of number ten, um, and he looked transformed. Where in the first half he looked like he didn't know what he was doing. Uh, and what what he was doing was very good in the first half, and he had a he had an overhead kick, which even from the other end of the ground looked um, pretty impressive. That the keeper turned uh, turned around the post, but for me, it was getting the ball into him. And um, well, if you've seen Malachi Linton's goal, you've seen the ball that he played through. That was that, everything you needed to know. But that wasn't the only thing he did. They did did a great deal more than that. His oh, his no, vision, his that. vision. It's almost fifty fifty. Hey. <laughs> Another title. His vision is almost 50-50. I just don't like I think someone tweeted like a still of him just about to kick the ball. Yeah. And they've put how Yeovil managed to score from this position. Like the delivery and, and also the run from Linton to, yeah. to think he's yeah. gonna find me if I make a run here. Like it was just a brilliant goal and a great finish as well. And I think though that's a position where Linton has been in, where he's not particularly finished. He's had a couple of chances in those areas where he's bluffed his lines and it's all gone a bit wrong. Um, but that one was sensational. One touch bang and um, yeah, leveled it up. I watched it. I have, I have watched that goal a few times and Jordan Maguire drew, he plays the ball and just for a split second, he doesn't move. He admires it. He just goes against everything any young coach has ever told a young player. Don't admire your pass. Chase after it. Go find another bit of space. He just sits there, just admires the pass, and then carries on and tries to sort of get forward by then. Malachi Linton has scored. Malachi Linton's got a job to do. Keeper's coming out, trying to make things difficult for him. He's got a couple of chance choices. Does he go hard and low? Does he try to find the top corner? So I really hope that's, that serves as a, as a real confidence boost for Malachi Linton because we've seen it a couple of times, haven't we, where... We, we don't quite think he's perfect in the game yet or in this team or quite where he sits. But there's a striker in there. There is a goal scorer in there. Kind of what you said at the start of the season, actually, Ian. There is someone in there that is really, really valuable. And I just hope it serves as a bit of a sort of a confidence boost for him because I think, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see what Malachi Linton can do at this level. We just haven't seen it regularly enough. I really yeah. don't want us to Kieran Agard him or <laughs> Kiefer Moore him, you know, and be like, yeah, this guy's crap and get rid of him. And then, you know, in three years' time, he's a League One championship yeah. prolific striker. So, well, yeah, or we, if, if he is, we've sold him on for a hefty chunk of cash. Yeah, um, I, I think the thing from the times I've seen Linton, I mean, Ben, you and I saw him score at Altrinham and Ian, you saw him score at Wrexham at the start of the season. I get the impression that he is massively a confidence player and the whole Chris Hargreaves, 
everything that went on, not just Chris Hargreaves, but the, the bad start we had to the season just kicked the confidence out of him. That penalty miss at Wheelstone would have kicked the confidence out of him. And and, and I get the impression that he's been struggling with that um, for, for a bit. Now, he obviously hasn't been a starting player for un, under Mark Cooper, but I thought even in the... Um, 20 minutes or how long it was he was on at Notts County. Um, he did exactly the same things uh, there that he did at Torquay, um, which was to just make a nuisance of himself, uh, be be around those areas. And when you are around those areas, be able to make the keeper make a make a save. And and he did it on a couple of occasions where he, he got the ball, he, he ran at defenders, made them uh, made them worried, uh, which is exactly what we needed to be doing into in the first half. And he could have had a he could have had a couple, he should have had a couple. Um Alex Fisher had a very good chance as well mm. that he would have um I'm sure he he would have thought he should have put away as well. But yeah, I think it I, I think it is just confidence and he when he Tuck that away. He looked every bit the finisher that we've seen. Um, I mean, a lot of his goals have been like that, haven't they? The one at Gateshead, I seem to remember that one late on against Gateshead. He had a lot of time, ran through, but it was a an assured finish. So, like you say, Ben, he's got it's there, isn't it? The finisher, the finisher in him is there. Um, just needs to put it all together a bit more often. But yeah, I think is that will do his confidence the world of good. And who knows? Maybe he'll he'll start on New Year's Day. I was going to say, do you think, you know, he's come on twice and scored twice now. And when he has come on in the games he's not scored, he's he's looked like he's about to, you know, he's looked the part. Do you think he, it's time he was given that start? Well, I wonder if if after all that we've tried and tinkered and, and tried to do things with, whether we go back to fish and mal, just like we started the season at. Just go back to fish and mal, but now we've got... Somebody in Jordan Maguire drew that can provide a different level of service. We all love Matty Worthington. We all love what we've got. I really like Jamie Andrews. I really like Josh Staunton as the midfielders. But actually, are they providing the assists at the moment? Well, they haven't. The numbers tell us they haven't. If Jordan Maguire drew can bridge that gap, go back to what we start with. Fish and Mal. I mean, since Cooper's taken over, Fish has got three, two. Linton's Two at Gateshead, yeah. one at Maidenhead, and Maidstone, yeah, Maidstone, uh, Maidstone. Sorry, um, and that's it. Three or it's, four, it, isn't it? It's it's a Matt Worthington penalty, and Linton's got two. Yeah. So of the six goals we've scored, it's Fish Mahal and a penalty. Put your goal scorers on the pitch, and give them a bit of support from whether that be Jordan Maguire drew down the middle, whether that be having your Wakefields and Oliver Boris from wide. Uh, you know, seems to be that we're we're circling round to what Mark Cooper has and possibly what his best lineup is and how you get the strength out of it. I don't think Oliver Boy is going to be with us much longer. No, neither do I. No, he hasn't. Nor you and Clark. Yeah. Well, you and if you and Clark, so because we signed Pearson for a month and then extended it until January, and then he went back and they sent us you and Clark. I wonder if his loan will be up. Yeah. In this, I, I think it's just a. There you go. You can have him until January instead. Yeah. Sam's still tired. Sorry, guys. Yeah, he's still at his fatigue. But no, I, I, I think, and I think Maguire Drew looks like the man. He looks like the one who can 
uh, find the find the key to unlock those defences. Certainly did. Certainly did it on uh, on Boxing Day. Anyway, the question is: Is Jordan Maguire Drew harder to say than Andrew Oluwabori? Gets you more on me, Scrabble. Yeah. Do you reckon? Mm. Have you have you put that in a Scrabble calculator? Triple word score. There's no hyphens in Scrabble. No, you have to one word it. But you know. All right. Okay. Um, what happened with a red card? And should there have been another red card? Uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the red card during the 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Or the one after any the, of the red, Any of the, any red, of the red cards. cards. Well, the, the red card, uh, he just pushed him over, didn't he? he? He'd already been booked. Dylan Crow, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd already been booked. So, And then um, the ball... I went away to, I think it was Maguire Drew again. Um, and yeah, he just pushed him over. So it was an obvious second booking. He, I, I don't know whether Maguire Drew would have been um, through and had a chance from there, but yeah, it was a, it was a definite second yellow card. It was a pretty stupid thing to set, uh, to do, to be honest with you. Yeah. But yeah, and then the second red card, <laughs> which I guess is uh, was well was Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson said it was him, didn't he? In his post-match press conference. So yeah, it looked like he ran on the. He was certainly remonstrating um, forcefully with the match official uh, breaking rule one of the Glovers cast, which obviously he hasn't read, hasn't read that spreadsheet with the rules in it. Um, so yeah, he clearly told something, somebody something. Should. Should Morgan Williams have been sent off? Not that I noticed, but... I counted um, three or four bookable offences. Oh, OK, right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got booked after about an hour, and I thought there was one before where he could have been booked. Yeah. And so when, when he did get booked, I thought, OK, that's your that's your one for totting up of offences. But after that, I thought to myself, he's got away with a couple, and I think the ref gave him a couple of, that's your last one, mate. Right, okay. And um, I think we might have been a tad lucky that Morgan Williams stayed on the pitch there. Right, okay. If if anyone out there also watched it on the stream, they'll know that the commentators were giving it the much like I was for the home game against Barnet that Gorman should have been sent off eight times for. Um, but they were they they were trying to get Morgan Williams. They were willing Morgan Williams to get sent off. Really? I wasn't willing him to get sent off by any stretch of the imagination. But I did think there was one after the booking where I went, oof. Seen them given. What were your thoughts on the commentary, Ben? Former Glover's Cast quiz champion Rob Manley said it was horrific, like so biased. Oh, it it it, it was it was biased, but it's allowed to be because it's a talky commentary, in the same way that anyone who listens to the home game on New Year's Day, talky fans will probably think that Sheridan and is it you? It is me. It's Sheridan and you are biased because you are a Yeovil side of things um i thought it was really poor because the co-commentator got in about two words and kept getting interrupted by the main commentator all the time and looking out looking out for your co-commentator brothers we are a unity if nothing else (laughs) do we achieve by it Uh, we overachieve by it occasionally okay good good to know but yes i did think it was poor sheridan for the win (laughs) um so, going into the New Year's Day game, because there is more football, then after that, there's not any football for quite a while. Because <laughs> we're out of the cups. Yeah. <laughs> um, Malachi Linton said in his post-match interview that 
it's only a good point if we win on it's a New Year's great Day. Sound like that, isn't it? it is. It is really um, good soundbite. Do we all feel the same? Yes. I mean, we want we wanted. I think we did. We say four points from six. Is it and, is a good return for the these two round. games? And 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 being into the next round, the FA Trophy would have been lovely. <laughs> well, can't have it all day. Can't have that. No. As long as we're still in the SMPC, that's fine. And it, it sounds like Torquay have got a load of defensive Issues. problems. <laughs> and they've got to try and scrape together a, a bat four or five or whatever. Um, do you think surely we'll use this to our, you know, use the, the springboard of that second half to go at it? Yeah, I really hope so. I really hope we see a couple of strikers up top. Go proper 4-3-3. Maguire drew with two others and proper have a go at them. I really would like to see it. Um, and just let them go. Give Staunton the middle of the three in midfield and just give two others in midfield a bit of a license. Off you go, Worthington. Off you go, Andrews. Go and get involved and almost make it a 5-5 formation and just have a right go at them early doors. They are, they are troubled early doors. I was going back through some of their fixtures. They keep conceding early goals talking i don't think that's something we made enough of in that yeah. sort of first game on boxing day we didn't get out of them early doors a home game hopefully a bit of a bumper crowd get at them early and i think they're vulnerable i really really do give linton a start take some shots early on get the keeper tested and i really think we've got we've got a chance to to do it i don't think they're all that much at the back especially if ellis doesn't play did ellis come off at the end as well not did he limp? Not. Did he limp away? But they'd made all their subs. I read a I read a blog on the Talky Talk that um, it looked like he had something up, crikey, <laughs> and that they were <laughs> and that they were worried that they were you know if he's out then that's a massive concern. And his loads yeah. up as well, isn't it? Soon he 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 was excellent, um, yeah. as we've mentioned him before. Um, a former Mark yeah. Cooper player, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whose loan is up and he's available and willing to move permanently down to the southwest. Make the call, Mark. We don't need that, though, do we? I'd have him. I'd have him all freaking day long. Over Ben Richards Everton. Yeah, <laughs> I'd have Ben Barrett over Ben Richards Everton. So yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> it's all right. The answer to our goal scoring problems. Yeah, at centre back, apparently. Um, do you think we've done enough on Torquay and all of that? Because this is the last podcast of 2022. Is it? It is. Yeah. We're going into 2023 next week. Aren't we? Next year. Next yeah. year. Next week. Next year. Next week. Okay. Uh, do you want to do a quiz? Love to. Oh. Big fat quiz of the year. <laughs> this means I'm going to lose a quiz. Yeah. But also Before... it means that Ian Perkins is Jimmy Carr. Oh, fuck. The big fat quiz of the year. Have you paid your taxes? Yes. Good. Uh, before we, yeah, so before we talk a bit more about the year, I'll do the quiz because I'm worried you've, you may have swatted up and um, I might be prepared for the answers. Dave I, Shaker, I, I, I have not swatted up. Belief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there are 12 questions. Oh, hello. Uh, one for each month of the year. Top so like the, more recent, the more recent ones, you won't have to cast your mind back too far. Okay. Um, but they are in month order. Okay. 
Here we go for number one, fastest finger first. Who re-signed for Yeovil at the end of January on a six-month deal? Lawson Diaz. Ben's got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who was Darren Siles' assistant against Weymouth in February? Nick Crittenden. Ooh. That's outstanding. in, there we go. That One is outstanding. Oh, by the way, on the day that this is released, Taunton versus Weymouth in the National League South. That's tasty for at least 12 people. Albie Skendy officially left Yeovil in March after not returning from pre-season the summer before. Which club did he sign for? Orange County Soccer Club. Correct. Yeah. I was going to say it's something to do with fruits, isn't it? <laughs> I, I can remember which one. <laughs> it's like a Catherine Tate skit, isn't it? Something about, something about fruits. <laughs> uh, how much did the club increase their loan with Sport England by in April? £98,000. And the rest? Any advance, Ben? Uh, it was a. I was going to say six hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> Neither of you gets it. Uh, One hundred and ninety-seven thousand. Hey, come on, I'm closer. Yeah, no, yeah, Dave can have that one. I okay, was way bringing off. it yeah. to nearly one million pounds. Cheers, Scott. Uh, okay, who scored in our Somerset Premier Cup final win against Bath City? Ruben Reid. There's three goal scorers. Who scored? Um, Just Nurfield. Yeah, he did. Did he? No. no, no. <laughs> no he I'm, didn't. I'm thinking Odd Down. He scored against Odd Down. Not just Nurfield. Um, um, we weren't at this game, were we? Was it Olamola? No. No. Oh. I'm going to give you five seconds. I can't even name one. Just on. Matt Worthington. <laughs> no. Morgan Williams, Tom I Knowles, and Ben Barkley. Tom, Tom Knowles. How did I forget I, about Tom Knowles? I nearly said Morgan Williams. Yeah, nearly don't count. In June, Chris Hargreaves joined us for the Glovers cast. Which two players did he say he'd spoken to about coming to Yeovil? Ed Upson yeah. and his son. <laughs> Any advance on his son? Ed Upson and no, I can't think. Josh Neufeld. Oh, uh... wasn't it? Yeah, I said his name already. Yeah. In July, we made our third signing of the summer, permanent signing. Who was it? Jamie Record. Yeah. That was a real stab in the dark, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> who did Chris Hargreaves label as an exciting addition to our group who had shown real maturity in front of goal at such a young age? Malachi oh. Linton. Is that no. right? I who? was going to say Will Dawes. No. Can't oh, Matty Gravosti. <laughs> Matty really? Gravosti is right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> For Warrington Town. 
who scored the two goals in our 2-2 draw with Chesterfield? I thought you could say Alchina, but I knew that because I was there. <laughs> Chesterfield, who scored against Chesterfield? We're into September. Yeah, got one. He did not. Me. He hasn't scored yet. Yeah, he has. Josh Thornton get one. Yeah. Did he get the first one or the second one? The second one. The first one was Jamie Record. It was not Jamie Record. Was the first one Matt Worthington? No. Do you give up? Yeah. Alex Fisher. <laughs> Jimmy Torre. Oh, oh remember him? Yeah. Who was Mark Cooper's first signing as manager in October? Antonio Giorgio. Nope. No. First signing. Oh, Jamie Andrews. Jamie Andrews is correct. Uh, Yeovil fell to defeat at Woking on the 1st of November. How many former Yeovil Town players were in the Woking oh, squad? Uh, three. No. Ince, Rowan Ince, Luke Wilkinson and Dan Moss. And Reese Brown. Four. Oh, yeah, four. Two. Two? Rowan in the Ince, squad? Rowan Ince and Dan Moss. Oh, Wilker didn't play, did he? Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Well, I was closer with three. <laughs> uh, Yeovil lost their second penalty shootout of the year in December. Cheers, mate. How many supporters were at Hewish Park to see it? <laughs> 962. <laughs> yes. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Exactly 962. Well, yeah, that was what. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Yeah. That was honestly, I knew it was 900 something. That was a, that was a complete guess. Right. Talk amongst yourselves while I uh, total this up. Top of the score. Well, Ben's won. I, uh, <laughs> I don't think I have. I think you have. Have <laughs> I? I think you've won quite convincingly. Yeah. Hang on. Let me. I'm the scorekeeper. You're meant to be talking amongst yourselves. Oh yeah. Uh, ben, what do we want to? What do we want to talk about? What What was your? Did you get, did you get anything nice for Christmas? <laughs> I, I I I tweeted a picture of my uh, Corland T-shirt. Um, <laughs> Which had a, uh, yes, uh, a, it was quite nice, actually. I don't actually know who it was by. I haven't checked the, the label. Do you not check yeah. it while you're opening it? Green no, shirt, no, no, outline out, outline of Hughes Park, BA2281. Yeah, I think he means he means who who did the artwork. Not oh, I see. Was, not who it was from. <laughs> oh, I knew it was from, yeah. It was from my mum and dad, but yeah. <laughs> no. It's like the one thing I teach my son. It's like, who is it from? Say thank yeah. you. I was gonna, I was going to say I I didn't think I need to write a thank you letter to the makers of the t-shirt. <laughs> thank you for letting my parents buy this for me. Yeah. There we go. Hanging on in. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to make it abundant. You clear. literally only had to count to twelve. Yeah, I know, but there was some extra points. So Ben has one, two, three, four, five, six. Dave has one, two, three, four, five. So it was closer than you thought, Dave. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Five, six. Yeah. And you only got good game, Ben. Good game, good game. Thanks, you only got the woking one because you said three and Ben said four. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, we were both wrong. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That was the what uh, a year, by the way. Big fat quiz of the year. How was yeah, Albie? Well, how was Albie Skendy this year? Yeah, 
Did we speak to we we did speak to him this year, didn't we? That was only in the summer, wasn't it? That was this year. We we spoke to him last year. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah, because he was away. Yeah, that's right. It was. We spoke yeah. to him last August before the season started, didn't we? And then he, yeah, but he didn't. He was still at the club or officially with the club until until March. Um, I've done a summary of the year. That will I'll, I'll do that. I mean, we've got a couple of days left and it sounds like some more stuff might happen. So I can't really put it, <laughs> yeah. put it live just yet. Um, but it's been mental. It has been, been absolutely fun, mental. And I, we, we, I know we put out earlier what people want for 2023. Mm-hmm. I'd love for it just to be a little bit, a little bit quieter. Oh. <laughs> like, surely, I don't know how many, I, I don't think there are many clubs that have had the year that we have had in terms of, you know, we've had five different managers, if you include Josh Staunton. Yes, we include Josh Staunton. Um, like, assistants all over the shop. It, and then, like, forgetting all the off-field stuff that's been going on, you know, we were in the midst of a takeover in mm. January when we started the year. And apparently we're, we're <laughs> Funny finishing... Funny old thing, isn't it? <laughs> we're, finishing, we're finishing the year. In the midst of a takeover, too. The more things change, the more they stay the same. We had that oh, gamut keeper who, um, oh god, oh, yeah, yeah. Bond, chucked it yeah. in against Torquay, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. yeah, and then we played Bournemouth in the yeah. FA Cup third round, like that was nice, and lost to Needham Market. And Skivo left, god, yeah, did. <laughs> so then Charlie Lee came back. We had to so, sell Joe Quigley <laughs> because people stopped coming. God knows who we're going to have to sell in January. Because <laughs> people still aren't coming. Because not, not <laughs> even people... less people are coming. Yeah, like... exactly. Not enough people went to watch Dorking in there for, yeah. yeah. Olafella came. Yeah. Then he, then he left again. Um, What else happened? Uh, Darren Saul called for certainty about yeah. the whole takeover stuff. That, was, that he... was pretty much bang on a year ago, wasn't it? That we, I remember being in a press conference. <laughs> remember when we got to do those? Um, and asking him for the first time, sort of, what's the, you know, have, have you started having conversations about contracts and stuff? And he was completely avoided it and was just started. And from then on, it was pretty much every week, wasn't it? We want certainty, clarity, keep this group together. It felt like a long time ago, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 Uh, and then we had that nice day where we beat Southend 2-0. The, and it was the anniversary of Lee Collins and, mm. and then Darren Sale left like the day of. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. Jeez. We yeah. spoke to Lee Morris on the Glover's cast. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? That was a great one. That was a great one. Yeah. So then Charlie Lee just sort of fell into it. We did the open letter to Scott <laughs> on, on change.org, which over 1,500 people signed. Thanks again, guys. Mm, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Worth every second of your effort. Yeah. <laughs> then we played Weymouth. We also, played, that, I mean. we also played older shot and there was that mm. stuff after, which was all yeah. a bit grim. Mm. The council, well, we found out that the council were working on the deal and they were going to complete it. And then we posted that story and then suddenly things just started happening. Glenn Collis, <laughs> Glenn Collis quit, although <laughs> I don't think Glenn Collis actually quit. I think he was given the boot. Have you got sources for that? Um, tomato. Okay. Um, 
Strong the source. Pre- strong source. The Priestnell tapes. Yes. Oh, which, the Priestnell tapes. Which they were good fun. They've summarized so brilliantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back to them now, aren't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you are. Well, you can when you read this five and a half thousand word <laughs> summary of the year. Oh, I will read every one of those. I did do a summary of the summary. So the, <laughs> the summary of the summary, there'd been 40 to 50 applications for the manager's job. Yeah. Uh, we, we were targeting a playoff finish in the National League next season. Mm. Uh, we're currently 19th. Uh, the financial situation was pretty healthy. Yeah. Uh, a I'm long sure term, that's still true. A long-term vision would be in place over the summer. Uh, the club was put up for sale without his knowledge by the Glover's Trust. And improvements to the match day experience were in what is apparently a 600-mile pipeline, if not longer. Ah. And that's, that's April. That We're only just at April. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've, got, we've got questions, you know. Yeah, I think we better <laughs> take the questions because, you know, a lot yeah. happened in May too. Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to, yeah. We don't want to spoil anybody's uh, enjoyment of the... Um, uh, and yeah, what is to come? yeah. Uh, has anyone? I don't know if anyone listened to the BBC Bristol um, year summary thing. I had no idea if Ian and I got edited down to about twelve seconds just after Bath Rugby had had their bit. Um, but basically, um, we didn't win a lot of football matches either. Would be the other thing I would say. Yeah, that's kind of your base level. Won that three in a row. Dover, Bromley, South End, then Sal. Decided he didn't fancy it. I've got the stats. Do you want the stats, Ben? I'd, I would. I would. Oh, you have no idea how much I would love the stats. These are these are league only. Um, our our total points haul for the year. So we played forty eight games in the league across twenty twenty two. We won ten. Yes. And we lost sixteen. Oh dear. We drew twenty two. <laughs> we scored forty one goals. And we conceded 50. So we had a minus nine goal difference, but that gave us 52 points out of a possible 151. And we finished with an average points per game of 0.92. Right. As about as average as you can get. That is a pretty average, get, isn't it? Get your IKEA jokes out. Mm. Um, right. Questions? Well, we did, uh, as you say, we did um, put out a tweet that said, um, dear listeners, followers, whatever you are, please complete the sentence in 2023. I want YTFC too. Now, it won't be surprised. They were all that... really, they were all really cheerful, I thought. Yeah, some of them. Really uh, cheerful. Lo- lots of them referencing the current ownership and how they would like um, those, those those not to uh, to be the current owners, which, as we alluded to earlier, might um you might well turn out to be the um, uh, be the case, um, but there were a couple of others which were weren't about that. Um, one of them said consolidate. One word: consolidate. Consolidate um, what? Well, consolidate Our assets. Yes, exactly. It's a one easy manageable <laughs> monthly loan. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gareth Aston said sign a striker, which I think we can all relate to. Uh, Phil Park said survive, which again we can probably all relate to. Um, Robin Batchelor, who's always a man who uses um, more, he's never going to be a one word answer from Robin. Be a club that exists for the betterment of its community and provides a good experience for fans on and off the pitch. Then he's, he's, he was all nice and positive. Then he wrote, Scott leaving will make this easier, but will not guarantee <laughs> it. 
I feel the uh, I feel more disconnected from the club than I ever have for a long while. So if there is somebody coming in and doing whatever it is they're doing, then that's what you that's where you've got to turn around, uh, whoever you are. Um, Nick Manning says become AFC Oval, uh, and <laughs> James Drew says score more than once in a game. <laughs> I think I'm with James. I would absolutely love us to see a score more than once in a game. But yeah, there we go. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I'd like us to score. I'd actually like us to score uh, more than three goals in more than one game Listen, at Hewish You've Park. had your Christmas presents. Just, <laughs> yeah, calm down. Calm Is down. that okay? Is that yeah. okay? Okay. Okay. Right. I've questions. got questions, Dave. I know you did it on Facebook, didn't you? And I you did. You shared it you, in like about 100 groups, I think, today. You, you, yes, I did. You, so you go and answer, <laughs> ask them, and I will, I will try and look these up because I've put something else on Facebook about this, this tweet. And, uh, okay. now, and, and now I can't find anything. So, <laughs> uh, Sutton Bingham Green asks, when will Scott, uh, when Scott Priestnell said there would be a fans forum in November, which year do you think he meant? Not this one. I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not this one. Yeah. I don't Definitely know what I don't know what day we're on now. Um, Thursday, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's when we're recording. I mean, on the seven to ten day. Oh, I see. Mm. Yeah, the no. seven to ten days. Um, it is and the plans, but and the plans before Christmas. Yeah, that's not happened, has it? Nope. Um, perhaps the situation that. Jacques Talbot has tweeted about earlier has led to this. I like how he gets more and more French as we go through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has Jacques led... Talbot at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> has led to this. Uh, led to this standoff or veil of silence, which which disappears when something's needed. Um, Harry Eaton asks, "How many pigs in blanket is? How many pigs in blankets is it socially acceptable to eat in one sitting?" Great question. There is there there is no upper limit. <laughs> there is no upper percentile. No. There is no upper limit. It is completely okay to eat nothing but pigs in blankets. For the and rest of your life? Are we talking little pigs in blankets or actual long pigs in blankets? Why are we narrowing it down? Both. One in each hand. Both? Okay. Why? <laughs> there is no there is no there is no restrictions. A pig in on, one and a little in the other. Yeah, there's no restrictions on the pigs in blankets formula. As many as you want, whatever size you want, how often you want, breakfast, lunch and tea, 365 days a year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so, can can I ask the Facebook question? Yeah. Because I can. I sense we're getting into food realms here now. Well, so. we, <laughs> there is a couple of foodie ones, but there's also not foodie ones. Okay. Well, I've got a non-foodie one. Okay. Yeah. Which says, um, from Lee Riggs, with news of Pele's passing, arguably one of the greatest of all time, who is the best player to play at Hewish Park and why is it Pablo Bastianini? <laughs> <laughs> now, we all know that Ian's going to say Gavin Williams. So, um, <laughs> even even though... I, I, do you disagree with it being Gavin Williams? Uh, well, to, to play at Hewish Park? I was going to oh, say... Oh, yeah. Well, now... Yeah. We talk, a couple, uh, of, couple of World Cup winners have turned up at US Park once or yeah. twice. Uh, they, they have now. Yeah. Angel. Angel. The Angel de Maria. Yeah. Hesky. Hesky, yeah. Emily. Harry Kill. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd still have Gav above above all of them. All of them? Yeah. 
Well, I'm going for Hugo Rodriguez, and I'm, I'm not going to explain my answer. <laughs> ben, any, no advance on, any advance on Hugo Rodriguez? Yeah, Josh Wagner. Okay, thanks very much. Move on. <laughs> well, there are no other. There, there, I'm going to stop putting this on Facebook now because nobody nobody answers it on Facebook except for you, Lee. Thank you, Lee. Appreciate that. Uh, Paddy, the OG, asks which players in our squad would get into a playoff contending team. <laughs> Grant Smith, Smith, Staunton. Staunton. Yeah, Smith, Staunton. Jordan Maguire, Drew? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, he, he won the playoffs last year. He definitely would. Yeah. Um, I think there's potential for others. I think there's potential for others. But right now, if you had to, if you had to ask me to drop a handful into the playoff final tomorrow morning, I would give you Grant Smith, Josh Staunton, and Jane, Jordan Maguire, Drew. Others have got potential. Linton, G. Worthington's, Fishers, etc. Uh, Sutton Bingham Green asked another one with Torquay needing to patch together a makeshift defence for Sunday and given the problems we cause them on the in the second half of Boxing Day what team would you start the game with? Ian, can you do me a 4-3-3 chant please? 4-3-3 I I would start with pretty similar to what we finished with uh, what we started the second half with um, at uh, at Torquay uh, From Matt Worthington at right back or? Right, eh? Um, I mean, maybe, yeah. I don't know what happened to Jury Johnson. I don't know whether he just, you know, old old boy syndrome or whatever. But yeah, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> uh, usually that means scoring against him, doesn't it? But uh, yeah, old boy syndrome. <laughs> his, his old boy had a syndrome. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I certainly that front three has got to be the same. Surely. Yeah. Do you bring Bevan back in? I don't know what happened with Bevan. Bevan come back in if he's available. How many loans did we have playing? No, no idea. Andrews. Maguire drew. Bues on the bench. Oliver Bory on the bench. That it? I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bues and Oliver Bore, yeah. Because yeah, um... it was Linton, Fisher and Diaz, the other three, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he just if he's he must have been out injured. If you if if you made me do it, it would be Williams, Bevan, Hunt, record, Staunton holding, Andrews and Worthington get the freedom, Maguire during the ten, Fisher Mal up top. Okay. Quite central. Play your strength. Right on. Right and on. Uh, a couple from Foxy. Hey. Um, how so- did Ben cook his gammon this year? Uh, I didn't. My dad did apple juice and mustard. Delightful. Apple juice and mustard. I mean, it's a bit what was more. Like? Is a bit more normal than Fanta? It feels. It like. is a bit. It is a bit more normal, and it was delightful. Right. Okay. Cheers and um, Foxy also asked, "What are you all doing for New Year's Eve?" Working. I'm probably going to go over to um, a friend's house who wants to play a game of Preston Monopoly. There is a there is a Preston version of Monopoly that he wants to play, and can I ask you two a question? Which I I, I know I I hinted to you because I was messaging you whilst I was um whilst I was doing it. Uh, so on Boxing Day after Torquay, I went to my friend Sarah and Nick's house, and I played Monopoly in the U.S. version of the Office Monopoly. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. And there were a lot, uh, and it was a, if anyone's seen the version of the US office, instead of chance and community chest, they had the, that's what she said card and the best boss <laughs> card. Yeah. Which were, which were the equivalent of them. So, um, so I, 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 this got me thinking about if there were a Yeovil town version of the, um, of the, of, of this, what, what would it be? You know, what would be the community chest or chance cards? What would be written on them? So, one that I thought of was uh, you have you have done a deal with South Somerset District Council. You have lost all your assets. Go to jail. Do not pass jail. Do not pass go. Do not keep two hundred pounds. You are devoid of all assets. Surely Thank jail would be Weymouth. Yes, go directly to Weymouth. Do not do not pass. Surely you'd, surely you'd collect two point seven five million. Well, who knows? Who knows how much money is there? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, when when I went round the the, the the metaphorical board of the Oval Town um, Monopoly, um, building hotels and houses all, on on every street I could, it it did. You know, there was a, there was a certain <laughs> reality in there as well. Did you get planning permission within a suitable time frame? I I didn't. No, no, no. I I did try Topical. to create a fan. I tried to create a fan zone as well, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't for, for having it. But, um, Where was your three G? Did you move it from Old Kent Road to Mayfair? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I moved it off the board completely. Okay. It's just in, yeah, yeah in just the outside middle of the Old zone. Yeah. yeah, a cricket pitch in the middle of the countryside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. absolutely. But built built a block of flats on Jerry Lock Avenue. Yeah. Well, if anyone can think of a community chest or chance, community chest might be. Yeah. Congratulations! You've drawn another game. Here, have one point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> one point. Anyway. I won at Monopoly, I hasten to add. So, yeah. <laughs> You're taken to a penalty shootout in the FA Cup. Take two <laughs> yeah. steps back and eliminated from the competition. Your attendance has dropped below 2,000. Sell Josh Staunton. No. No! <laughs> that's, that's where the table gets flipped. Yeah. That's <laughs> where it all goes. <laughs> it's all going. Ben that's, loses that's, his head. Lose, yeah. Gone. Yeah. End of. Uh, there is another question, another GCQs. Oh, sorry. Before man. we wrap this up. Uh, with New Year's Eve a couple days away, if you are slash were going out, what would be your fancy dress outfit, song to get you on the dance floor, and fantasy midnight New Year kiss? Uh, Gavin wow. Williams. <laughs> going to say. As the, as the outfit or the midnight kiss? <laughs> all, all three things. <laughs> all three of them. Yeah, going to say. Song, song would be super, super Gav. <laughs> fancy dress outfit would be super Gav, and New Year kiss super Gav. Yeah. That's a great choice. It's a great choice. Um, I'm slightly worried that Ben's midnight kiss will be Josh Staunton, but he will actually go and uh, yeah, hunt him down. My wife, my, my wife doesn't listen to this. It's fine. Um, my fancy dress outfit. I don't. I haven't. Done, I'm not a big fancy dress kind of guy. Now, come on. Would you not? Would you not get that leprechaun outfit? Should we? Out from, should we get the leprechaun out? Just because he's got it still. Like I, I still, still got. I have still got it somewhere. Yeah. I've still got I've the got... hat. Yeah. Yeah. That can come out. I'm trying to think of other fancy dresses that I've ever done. Not sure. I'm not a big, not a big fancy dress kind of guy. Leprechaun, definitely from Barry Array for old time's sake. Uh, song to get me on the dance floor again. I'm not much of a dancer. I'm really boring. <laughs> Let's get that completely straight. Um, com- Safe, I am really boring. Safety dance by Men Without Hats. I don't know what that is, but okay. If your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friend of mine. <laughs> there you go. What's the What's the song that intros this podcast? Uh, it's uh, a town 
black and white Malice. town <laughs> no a black and white town by doves so i'd hear that one and instead of getting on the dance floor i'd walk around in a drunken state going this is our song this is what <laughs> that's song. Is. That's our song this is shouting it in anyone's this face this is the one that, that opens the podcast yeah everyone likes this one this is what we do yeah <laughs> i can confirm that ben barrett danced in his stag do and I know he always it, it picks me up for not being at his wedding, but uh, what I, song? I can't remember. Uh, but he did dance at it. And it might have been Town Called Malice, you know, but yeah, yeah. I do remember lots of lots of arm pumping going on, <laughs> if I remember rightly. Yeah. That's why he doesn't dance very much. Yeah. Absolutely. My midnight kiss would be my wife. Oh. Definitely. Uh, just in case she's listening. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Not just on. Don't no. worry, Josh. No. All right. Um, call, call off the restraining order. It's fine. <laughs> Have we got a highlight of 2022? It's not been great. We should end on a positive. We kind of got asked this question on BBC Bristol. I've no idea if it made the edit, but my answer is the Legends game. That was magic, wasn't it? I know it's not actually your fucking on, but that was a magical day. And without question, my highlight of 2022, from a green and white perspective, at least. I think from our, like, from the stuff we've done as well, that was a massive highlight, being yeah. able to do what we did on the day. Um, but also, just to have an, another answer, the last home game of the season uh, where the Get Peddling folks came back. Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it was just like a quite a feel-good, mm. a feel-good atmosphere. Charlie Lee was uh, still the manager and <laughs> things were quite positive under Charlie. It just felt like everything had a bit of a lift. Um, yeah, that was that was a highlight, I would say. So I'm not going to say anything heartwarming like you two guys have done. <laughs> the highlight for me was uh, the moment that uh, Sunny Blue Low Everton scored the second goal at Wrexham and I watched the Arden We Are Wrexham uh, fans who've been chanting about what great supporters they were. I just watched the home end at the racecourse ground empty as uh, as it as it went two 0 and all these fantastic loyal supporters who've been with them through thick and thin all just left. And you just went. Ah. Are you, you going to tell them all right, or, or am I going to do it? In you can tell him, Ben. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, that was twenty twenty one. Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! We've had nothing since. <laughs> Nothing. Right, there you go. That's all I got. Right, highlight of 2022 was from 2021. Was 2021. <laughs> well, I was, I was trying, I was trying to think of something that wasn't heartwarming and and fluffy like the two of you, but I can't. About Josh, Josh Nerfield's goal in the in the in front of the Thatchers. Oh, that was. You nice. weren't there for that. That was. I nice, wasn't though. there for that. Jordan Barnett's wonder strike against Torquay was our goal of the year, wasn't it? On the second of January. Well, you've ruined it for me now. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't there for either of those, so I don't care what about, about you. What about away? Last game of last season, Josh Dalton's Barmy Army. That was all nice, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he does, he's gone. He's gone. That's he's it. Out. I'm going to sulk now. <laughs> Best part of 2022 was 2021. Yeah. And if that doesn't sum up a Oval Town year, <laughs> I don't know what the heck does. Happy New Year, everyone. Here's to 2023. <laughs> and with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. 
Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, he's found him via the deflection, it's Aaron Davis, he could win it, he probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal, what a start, Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott, goal! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.